Okay, everyone, it's time for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 233, season 10. Today's date is July 8th, 2023, and welcome to the program. On today's show, I will talk about the 75th anniversary of the, of the movie, Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein, and I will discuss my memories of watching the movie in Chicago. Uh, we'll talk about my favorite uh, memories and favorite scenes in the movie. And uh, also I'll talk about the Tony Pyatt uh, Pontiac dealership. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I think it's Pyatt. Or is it Pyatt? I think it's Pyatt. And that was in Chicago. And uh, before I get started, uh, I will the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by sugar twin sweetener (laughs) and uh, here's a commercial from 1975 oh boy so sit back and relax i'll be right back with the show thank you everyone sugar bowls of america arise fill yourselves with sugar twin the light light sweetener you use like sugar sugar twin looks like sugar sprinkles like sugar measures like sugar and best of all tastes like sugar but sugar twin is lighter it has only one and a half calories per teaspoon sugar bowls of america arise with sugar twin the light light sweetener you use like sugar okay everyone i am back i hope you enjoyed the commercial for sugar twin sweetener uh, this product is still around, uh, like other sweeteners, like, for example, Splenda, Equal, Truvia. Uh, what's another one? Sweet and Low, of course. Uh, you know, some people said it's bad for you. Some people that say it's good for you. And, uh, you know, you hear all kinds of reports on the, on the, uh, you know, on the news all the time. And then there's this one called Stevia. I never heard of this one. I don't know if it's good for you. This is a new one on me. I'm sure it's been around for a long time. Uh, as as for me, I try to avoid uh, sugar. I used to love, I love sugar, but, you know, I used to put it in my cereal, on my yogurt, uh, never in my coffee. I, knew, I did that when I was younger. And uh, I drink it black or, uh, but, or my Jello. You know, I put a little sugar on it, but uh, and then I use sweetener from time to time, not every day. But uh, as a prostate cancer survivor, you gotta avoid sugar, you know, or anything like that. Uh, I do my best, it is not easy. Do you remember in like in the 1960s, they had uh, cyclamates and saccharin? <laughs> uh, it's I don't know if uh, cyclamates, I know it's banned, 
Uh, Sakurin, I heard he made a comeback because they found, uh, according to in the 70s, they said they found uh, cancer tumors on mice. So that they stopped, uh, they ceased the product. I don't know if it made a return or not. Uh, I don't know. That's, uh, I remember that when I was a teenager and it was like a big deal. I used to buy saccharin like in a bottle, like little uh, tablets. They look like St. Joseph uh, children, children's aspirin. <laughs> I guess not. So, uh, so that's, uh, that's that for Sugar Twin. Um, well, Sugar Twin's available wherever you could find them. You know, Jewel, uh, Target, Walmart, Amazon, you name it, it'll be there. Okay. At the beginning of the program, <coughs> excuse me, I mentioned I'm going to talk about the 75th anniversary of the movie, The Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. Also, I'm going to talk about the Pontiac dealership that was owned by Tony Pyatt, and he was a baseball player. He played for the White Sox uh, for a period of time. I'll talk about his biography. Before I get started, I want, a couple, I want to mention a couple things. Uh, one, uh, there's a new social media platform that debuted a, a couple days ago, and it's called Threads. And uh, that took by storm. When, and it was supposed to debut on Thursday, this past Thursday, but they made a debut like late Wednesday. And I was you know, skimming around social media and it was available and I signed up. And uh, so I put Vanish Chicagoland is on threads and I put my personal account there. And uh, what I heard, uh, it took off like a, like a, like a rocket. Everyone signed up. Uh, you have to be, you have to have an Instagram account to, in order to sign up. If you delete your Instagram, uh, if you delete threads, then you delete your Insta Instagram account account which is kind of a trap you know oh thanks but i have no intention of deleting the instagram account no 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 that's fine so i signed up for uh for threads uh right now i got about over 300 followers which is not bad it's only a few days and then i follow people and all that so van chicagoland is there and i will post the podcast there too so that'd be great i'll keep searching for people who want to join in um, second of all, uh, this month, I'm going to go to the doctor, uh, actually three doctors. Uh, the first one will be my urologist. That'll be on the 19th. I will take a blood test the week before. It's probably this week. Uh, the 25th will go to my regular doctor and the 28th, I made an, an appointment to go to an endocrinologist. I was supposed to go to a hematologist, but I found out, uh, I misunderstood my doctor. <laughs> he goes, no. It's not a blood doctor. It's an endocrinologist. So how could I make the mistake like that? I misunderstood him. Anyway, I made an appointment. That's on the 28th. This will be the first time. I found one near my house. Thank goodness. So we'll see. He's going to check uh, my calcium. It's a little bit elevated. Hopefully it'll be treatable. You know, maybe with pills. Uh, I hope so. You know, that doesn't suck. Every time, I don't know, you, you, every time you go to a doctor, you're just like bad news. I hate that, you know, so that's scary. So hopefully it's good news when I go to the urologist. I hope I, hope I have a, uh, everything is fine. I hope the PSA is down. We'll see. Because I've been taking the Xtandy since uh, Christmas. And so far, so good. 
you know, so we'll see. Okay, fingers crossed. Have a prayer for me. Okay, all right. Let's let's get on with the show. Uh, right now, I'm going to talk about. Well, first, I'll save the bit. Uh, I'll save for the movie last, but I'll talk about Tony Payet, uh, which was very interesting. I never knew about this uh, until all these years. I posted uh, on my Spanish Chicagoland uh, Facebook page. Uh, you know, like car dealerships, like for example, uh, Burt Wyman Ford. Uh, Schmiller Ford, remember them? Uh, all kinds of, uh, I can't think of them right now. Uh, it'll come to Slozio Alderson, <laughs> like that. Um, you name it, like that. But I, I forgot about uh, Tony Payet. And, but he wasn't just a car dealership. He was a baseball player. So I'll, I'll talk about his uh, biography. And then I'll talk about uh, the dealership, you know, a little bit. So here we go. He was born um, Anthony Francis Pietruska, or Pietruska, I don't know, on December 7, 1906. And uh, he was an infielder for the MLB from 1931 to 1938. Yeah. He he played on four teams. And... uh, uh, so he was born in Pitts, um, a town called Berwick, Pennsylvania. And uh, he played for the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates from 1931 to 1933. And then he moved, then he got traded to the Cincinnati Reds for one year, uh, 1934 to 35. Then he played for the Chicago White Sox. For two years, from 1935 to 1937, and then he played, and then he, and the last team he played was for the Detroit Tigers. Okay, and then uh, he retired, and then he bought. Uh, then he started business at the dealership, and uh, he bought. Uh, he opened the uh, Tony Pyatt uh, Pontiac. Yeah. And that was located at um, 6603 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago in the Marquette Park neighborhood. And I found a matchbook and it had this, uh, you know, remember the phone numbers with, you know, the telephone exchanges with the, uh, the uh, with, you know, with the phone numbers. So his, uh, the dealership's phone number was Hemlock 4-8200. Yeah. Sometimes you find a lot of memorabilia on, you know, eBay, like matchbooks, uh, maybe some pictures, pictures of him. Also, sometimes it was called Tony uh, Pontiac City. And uh, at at the time, it was the largest um, Pontiac dealer at the time, you know, and uh, I think it opened probably in the 40s or 50s. And like that, but I remember maybe uh, when I was uh, maybe in my mom's car, we were driving around Western Avenue. I did maybe glanced at it, glanced at it. Maybe I noticed a sign, you know, Tony Payette Pontiac, I think. But a lot of people back then remember him very well. They worked for him. Uh, They bought their first car there. Uh, They probably met him in person. 
maybe, or got his autograph if they were a baseball, uh, huge, I'm sorry, if they were huge baseball fans, which is kind of nice, you know, from what I gathered, uh, he was a very nice man, uh, from what I heard, uh, there were a couple slogans, uh, but they were like three, I found three of them, I don't know if they were true or not, um, Maybe if once this podcast is published, maybe someone could verify, you know, like that. Uh, also, somebody said that he lived in the Beverly neighborhood um, and they called it uh, the Tony Pyatt house. He lived there. Um, also, uh, someone said uh, uh, one was called Shop For It, Anywhere You Buy It at Pyatt. Another person said, I it, try it, buy it, and pie it. That sounds true. I could be wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. And another one was, of course, was, uh, I liked it, I tried it, I buyed it at Tony Pyatt. <laughs> they were good cars. They really were. A lot of people uh, miss them. They miss Pontiacs. Of course, they're famous for their Trans Am, uh, GTOs, you know, like that. And, uh, okay, and then uh, he had the dealership until I probably, the dealership was in business until probably around the early 90s, and it was sold. I don't know what's there now. Um, But uh, then it had, they were selling Nissans, too uh with that and then uh unfortunately tony Pyatt uh died in december 1st 1981 he was 74 years old in hinsdale so yeah yeah he was 74 years old so uh let's see so i don't know who took over the uh the business i don't know if he had family i have no idea i don't know from what i heard uh there were some people uh that ran uh, some of the people that ran the dealership, they were, they played baseball as well. I couldn't think of the other, uh, the other players, but they did. So he probably hired them. You know, he got to probably, you know, he got to know them and uh, hire them as salesmen like that. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Okay. All right. So uh, right now I'm going to talk about the 1948 movie. Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. Oh, and uh, someone he texted me or no, emailed me and said, why are you going to talk about this movie? It's not really Chicago. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, it's a Chicago memory. And a lot of people grew up watching this movie and it is an all time classic. It is funny. It's scary. It's, it's, and it's one of the greatest uh, movies of all time. Uh, One of the funniest two that Abbott and Costello ever made, you know, they ever starred in, that is, excuse me. So uh, I'll give you a history of that. And then later, uh, in a few minutes, I'll play the trailer, not the trailer, the introduction of the movie. So a lot of people remember the, it was animated like that. So it's kind of cool. Okay. So uh, Abbott and Costello, meets Frankenstein that debuted, I think in Chicago, it debuted around August or September and around that time. 
And the plot was uh, Evan and Costello were working as badger clerks, and uh, they got a phone call from Larry Talbot, which we all know as the Wolfman. And he told them, do not stop those crates. They were two crates there. And we know what was in those crates. It was Dracula and Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster, that is. And uh, they were going to uh, arrive at uh, Mr. McDougal's House of Horrors. <laughs> I remember him. He's yelling all over the place and like that. And uh, and uh, it was like a wax museum. And there were some, some funny bits uh, they did deliver. And then um, in a few minutes into the movie, Dracula opens the crate. And he's famous, you know, Bela Lugosi. And also, uh, he tried and he revived uh, the monster, you know, Frankenstein's monster. So, in the movie, also, also included in the movie was uh, Bela Lugosi as Dracula. Uh, Frankenstein's monster was played by actor Glenn Strange. Uh, Boris Karloff did not play the monster. I don't know if he was asked, but I know he refused. You know, he didn't want to play the monster, but he did promote the movie. He was a good sport. <laughs> you know, he did that. Uh, but he did start with the guys uh, later on, you know, uh, in Evan Castell. He played uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And Evan and Castell meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And also played uh, the Evan and Castell meet, uh, meet the Killer. I think that's one of them. That's the name. He was in those, he was in those two, so that's good. Also, also in the movie, there was uh, Dr. Sandra Mornay, played by Lenora Albert. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Uh, she was like a, like a mad scientist, you know. And the, the main plot was they want to transfer a, um, Lou Costello's brain into Frankenstein's monster's brain. <laughs> of course. I, I don't think it'll work, <laughs> my opinion. <laughs> like the, Also, there were funny scenes in the movie. Uh, I will get to that, but first um, I'm going to play the uh, the introduction of the movie, and then we'll have plenty of time. And I'll have plenty of time to talk about the scenes. And so right now I'm going to play the introduction of the movie. When I come back, I will talk about the my favorite scenes in the movie and more information about the movie as well. Okay. All right. So uh, here we go. Here's the introduction of Abbott Castell meet Frankenstein. Oh, 
Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction of Abbott and Costello meets, meet Frankenstein. Uh, you know, you remember the animated, it's an animated introduction. You remember the two guys, uh, the two boys, uh, they were like skeletons and they got scared. And you hear uh, Luke Costello's screaming <laughs> like that. And then they introduced introduce the monsters. Uh, first, it was the uh, Wolfman. And uh, also Dracula and uh, Frankenstein's monster, and also uh, Sandra. You know, like that they were walking on a on a hill like that, and uh, that's unforgettable. It really was. Uh, the animation was great. It really was. I heard, and uh, one of the favorite scenes in the movie were about uh, Dracula. Um, transform into a bat or transform back you know back uh, vice versa you know yeah, that was kind of cool you know they did that uh, they didn't do that before i i like that you know he was menacing he really was he was a, he's a bill lugosi was a the greatest dracula in the world he was awesome i like that uh let's see what else what's funny about the uh, other scenes i liked in the movie um, you know, when they were, when they delivered the crates to the wax museum and you have the candle and the, and, and, uh, Luca still is looking at the candle and it's sliding off on the top of the crate <laughs> and he's like, he's getting scared and like that. And it's funny. And, and, uh, let's see what else. And, uh, oh yeah, there was a scene where there were a couple scary scenes where uh, Count Dracula bit Sandra and she became a vampire. And uh, she tried to uh, try to bite Lou, uh, but the, you know she tried to seduce him. And you in the in their pupils of her eyes had the bats flying like that. Oh, that was uh, that was scary like that. And uh, there was one scene where uh, Lou was running. And he saw uh, he saw Dracula standing, and he transformed into a bat, and the bat was chasing. He was chasing him through the forest like that. Oh, and there were, there were some funny scenes too. And uh, when they were in the castle, uh, they were going to perform the operation, you know, to transfer Lou's brain into the monster, and they were chasing him off. And uh, also, the Wolfman was there, you know, Larry Talbot, played by Alan Cheney Jr. And they were chasing him around. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. They, um, Lou pretended to be Dracula. He goes back, back to the monster. And the, this is the first time the monster spoke. He really did. He goes, Yes, master. And uh, Lou had, uh, he had, he took over his coat and goes, Back, back. And then he said, Yes, yes, master. And then Lou dropped the scene. He thinks I'm Dracula. <laughs> and then they chase around. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure everyone has a favorite scene in the movies. They really did. And then, um, when the at, at the end, um, I don't want to spoil everything. If you I'm sure everyone's seen it. You know, everyone died. Uh, the Frank, the monster, the Wolfman, Dracula, like that. And uh, at the end, uh, Lou and Bud and Lou were on a boat. Uh, you know, because um, Bud Abbott didn't believe anything Luca Stiles said to him. He was so skeptical, you know. But he, but he, he did uh, 
realize what was going on. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, Dracula can hypnotize people. He really did. And, uh, also, um, also in the movie, there was, uh, someone named Joan. She was like the, uh, worked for an insurance company like that. And also there was another doctor, uh, his name was, uh, Dr. Stevens. He was unaware what's going on. No, he didn't know until later on. <clears throat> and at the end of the movie, um, they brought in the Invisible Man was there. It was voiced by Vincent Price. <laughs> Originally in the script, they had uh, other monsters to appear. They had Clarus the Mummy. Also, the son of Dracula, too, and the Invisible Man, but they they cut all they cut those guys out. I I can't see the mummy being there. No, that's not a plot. But the but Abbott and Costello did star in the movie Ab, Abbott and Costello Meet the Mummy. And that's a funny movie. I, I love that movie. It's hilarious. They got a, a few scenes. It's funny. Okay, so my first time seeing the movie was, uh, of course. On Creature Features, when it was about seven or eight, and, and Creature Features aired on Saturday nights, ten thirty in the evening. You know, Saturday night, of course. I'm sorry. On WGN TV Channel in Chicago, and everyone loved that show. You know, it started uh, September nineteenth, nineteen seventy, and that was unusual because Evan Costello, Frankenstein, was not just a horror movie it was a comedy horror movie they made a wise choice they really did but i've i'm sure it got good ratings and people loved it you know so for little kids like me i was scared and laughed at the same time that's kind of confusing but you were entertained that way and nice but the i was when i was little at the time when i first saw the movie I was scared, you know, it was scary like that. I couldn't watch the movie. Uh, not really. Uh, sometimes I had my eyes closed or like that, but I, I was still fascinated by the movie. As I got older and then they repeat, with repeat showings, I loved the movie. I really did. I wasn't, I'm not that frightened anymore. I'm more like entertained, you know. Some, and uh, when they made the movie, uh, Luke Costello hated it. Hated making the movie. He didn't like it at all. And he says, eh, I don't want to do this. It's crap and stupid and all that. But someone convinced him because you, you're going to get a lot of money from this and, you know, from the receipts. And he goes, oh, all right, fine. <laughs> and uh, didn't do too not too, not too well at the box office, but then it grew. Uh, people... Loved it as time went on, you know, from reruns and also on the theaters, you know, like me in Chicago. And uh, it's a great movie to watch on Halloween. It really is. It's wonderful. Like that. Uh, you can still watch the movie. It's on DVD or Blu-ray, if you care. Uh, like me, I have it on DVD, not Blu-ray. Uh, maybe I'll do, buy it someday. And uh, it looks gorgeous. It really, it really looks good like that. And of course, you know who else plays uh, the movie is none other than Svengoolie on uh, on w, on the on Me TV. He plays that from time to time. Uh, from what I heard, I think uh, Svengoolie, played by Rich Coase, 
or cause. I'm sorry. I think it's rich cause. He loves this movie. I don't blame him. I think it's, uh, it's awesome, you know, and uh, of course, you know, he's Van Gooley and he throws in uh, some gags and some funny lines like that to make it more enjoyable. But uh, I did watch it a couple of times on MeTV, and it's also repeated on the U, WCIU, Channel 26 in Chicago. MeTV is there also. And uh, it's, it's wonderful. Every time, he's in, every time he announces that movie's going to be on, oh, I got to see this again, you know. I, I just get, it's one of those movies that uh, needs to be repeat watching, you know. So that's fine. And... Uh, it's a classic. It really is. It's a. Cl- I think it's one of the best movies that Abbott and Costello made. I think it's the most memorable movies they ever made. The others, yeah, it wasn't their. Well, their first movie was Buck Privates back in nineteen what forty one. Uh, it was it, their first movie. Uh, they appeared in another movie called Night of the Tropics or something like that. But uh, they were a big hit in the forties. They were uh, those guys. Uh, uh, where they, they were huge with their radio show, and then they went into television, the Colgate Comedy Hour, you know. But they were fighting all the time, you know. There was illness, uh, scandal, all kinds of things. And, uh, you know, they, I think they sort of appreciated it. I think they did. You know, but, uh, but uh, they went on to make other horror movies, of course. You know, with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, uh, the vis- with the Invisible Man, and of course with the Mummy. You know, um, it would have been funny if the Wolfman was just by itself. You know, that would have been funny with Lon Chaney Jr. That would have been interesting to see that. You know, uh, but it was great. It's it's a classic. It really is. Okay. So that is it for today <laughs> for this uh, program. Uh, the recap of what I discussed. I talked about the 75th anniversary of the movie Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. Also, I talked about the Tony Pyatt Pontiac dealership in Chicago. And uh, this, this podcast will be published later on today, and it will be available wherever podcasts are available. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music. Uh, Just uh, when you listen to those, please subscribe. You'll get a notification uh, when it's published or, you know, when it's ready to go. Also, it'll be on my YouTube channel, Fantasy Conference Stories. Please subscribe there. Also, it'll be on my social media accounts, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also the new one, Threads, yeah. For people who are Greek like me, uh, I asked. This is a side note. I told my mom, and I'm. Uh, I signed up for Threads. That's a new social media thing. She goes, Threads, Clostes. <laughs> if anyone's Greek who understands Clostes, they'll they'll know. <laughs> it's uh, that was funny. Okay, so this is Pika Stanis, your host of Vanish Scotland Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I hope you had a good time listening. Uh, I might have a, I might do another podcast tomorrow, maybe. I don't think Thursday. Uh, no, Tuesday, excuse me. 
Uh, I think I have to go somewhere. But if I do, then I will do another episode tomorrow, probably. If not, then it'll be next weekend. We will see. I will uh, post something later on tonight, if that will happen. All right. So here is bye-bye for me, and here is a little traveling music uh, with Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone. So long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.